But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. All right, all right, all right. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I don't know why I started it like that. I have no idea where that came from. Uh, I'm in a weird mood today. Welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast, y'all. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining us, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. Your co-host, Julie. Hello there. Your co-host, Thorsten. Hi, hi. And your co-host, Jacob. Now the Christian was the finest ship from here to Charlemagne. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what is that? What? I, I don't, I've never That's, heard. That's uh, Dawson's Christian by, uh, what was the name again? Uh, by, uh, what was her name? Leslie Fish. <laughs> Notorious as it's called filk musician, which is basically people doing folk music but spacey. Oh right, right, yeah. Uh, you don't have to start every show with a song, but if you feel in- uh, if you f- if you feel inclined, no one will complain uh, here. I, I, <laughs> uh, I needed a quote, and that's the first thing that came to my mind because I'm still doing the quotes bit until I get bored of it. Oh, that's or, totally until Jack fair. gets bored of it. <laughs> no, no, do what you gotta do, man. We all have our bit. We all have our bits. And if you feel that's your bit for now, uh, that is fine. So, folks, uh, welcome to the show today. Uh, We have a topic uh, brought to us by Thorsten, and it is basically under or unused gaming tropes. Uh, Unused tropes that are in, like, other things in fiction or in general that we don't see very often in gaming. Uh, and, and Thorsten, you already had an example of this. So why don't we start with, uh, the example that you thought of? So no one else steals it basically, but, uh, it's also a good one. So why don't you start off with, uh, the, the, uh, example that you thought of to bring us this topic? Well, uh, it came to me, uh, in, in, while I was playing a cobbled space program a few years ago. And, uh, well, you know, uh, you regularly shoot your kerbals into situations uh, where they likely would die. And uh, I started uh, to have some fun with rescuing rescuing them uh, out of these situations. And uh, I wonder, uh, and I wonder why no developer has gone uh, into this uh, space rescue scene. Especially in in, in uh, early uh, space program uh, situations, uh, or uh, likely current current space program uh, situations in 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 new space environment, where you uh, have basically a, a an, a space rescue service and just have to uh, rescue uh, uh, people out out in, in space. That would be a fun. Uh, that would be a really fun game. I think that would be a really fun game. Basically, basically uh, something like Stormworks, if you know that game. Yes, uh, quite extensively myself. Yes. Okay. Is that a good game? Stormworks. It's solid. Yeah, would would say so. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I know. And, uh, I know for for Brian, he wouldn't like it as much because of the crafting element, the building element. He's not really into that. But no. But the the other mechanics of the actual going out and doing the rescue stuff is kind of fun. Can you skip the building mechanic and just get to the rescuing stuff, or do you have to do the building stuff? Uh, 
Well, there's there's some pre-built stuff that you can use, but it's it's probably better if you make your own designs and then optimize them. Mm. All steel stuff off the Steam Workshop. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. Yeah. Oh, there's Workshop. Okay, so I might have to pick that up then because I, 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 I was going to do a tangent off of your idea. Um, I was going to do a tangent off of your idea, uh, Thorsten, because I love the idea... Of, I love the idea of space rescue and I wish more games did like rescue stuff in general. Like we have stuff like, like, like police games and whatnot. Um, but I always think like the game that got me into that sort of thing was Simcopter, and that game, like you didn't just rescue people. You did taxi missions and you put out fires and, and, and stuff like that. And I, I always wonder why there aren't more games that allow you that kind of like, like mission flexibility to put out fires and stop traffic jams and medevac people and stuff like that. You, you could actually, and that that is another thing I, I came uh, up with uh, when I uh, prepared for this podcast uh, and uh, Integrated into an, 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 a classic uh, a space paddle sim, you know, uh, where you've got a, a lot of things to do, uh, which aren't only shooting uh, shooting up, uh, stuff up. You know? um, yeah. Oh my god. Um, that is a big. That's a big criticism of say Star Trek games. Like so many Star Trek games aren't about the shoot. Aren't, so many Star Trek shows aren't about the shooty shooty, but then just about every goddamn game is about the shooty shooty. It's like, no, that's yeah. not what we want out of Star Trek. <laughs> and only one was good at it because it was Klingon Academy. Where Thank you. Yes. It's Klingons. <laughs> Admittedly, it's Klingons. That's the one thing you're supposed to be doing. Yes. So what exception? Yes, exactly. And, and I, I, I would add, I would add that although it is, you know, combat focused uh, in the way that they've handled pretty much all of the games that have been made for Star Trek. There's also the point that if they focused on the adventure and exploration, they wouldn't get as much traction. And yeah. the producers know that. Yeah, maybe. I yes, hate yes, that. Yes. I hate that it's the case. Yeah. But it is the reality of it. Yeah, it's so frustrating. It's so, I mean, I love combat, don't get me wrong, but like, it feels so great in Klingon Academy and just so out of place in Bridge Commander. You know, it's it's just, it's, I don't know. <laughs> also, Bridge Commander's combat wasn't that great. That's also true. Well, I mean, there's Bridge Crew, which is kind of fun, but at the same time, you have combat being very, very heavily focused. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, there were the Star Trek adventure games where you walked around and did stuff, but they were like LucasArts adventures, and who makes those nowadays? Well, some of them still get made. I apparently, mean, some former Telltale folks are going to be making a Star Trek adventure game. That was announced at the... Um, the, the yeah, What were they I called? Something about game that. Awards. The Video Game Awards? Which, the Game Awards. Game Awards, which... I think is the funniest name for a thing. Like what's the most boring name for a thing possible. Let's not add any spice to it. it. Anyway. Um, it's worth the video games. <laughs> awards. So, for the, if you mention, 
I've got to mention that uh, Star Trek Online has a handful of missions that uh, aren't combat orientated uh, at all. Which and, is true. Uh, it's true. And there, but and the word hand. They are the most interesting ones. But the, 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 I think the big word you use there is handful. Like, there are a lot of missions in that game, and yeah. <laughs> 90% of them result in some sort of combat, I would say. That I've played. Play, shoot yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, what was that? What was that, Jacob? Go to place, shoot lads. Yeah, as a famous reviewer Yahtzee has once uh, has once said about Destiny. I, I believe the first Destiny game. Oh, really? <laughs> it's about going to a place and shooting the lads That's... and varieties thereof. <laughs> and for certain games that works, like the game I was playing this morning, Warhammer uh, Inquisitor. Basically, you go to a place and you kill a lot of things. Uh, but that for for well, that particular game, that works. But, uh, because for two reasons. One, the sh- shooting the lads is the fun part. Two, it's Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> both the context and the execution are perfect for a game about going to a place and shooting lads. <laughs> execution, pun intended, I hope. <laughs> yes, retroactively. I think we're gonna start I think we're gonna start using shooting lads for just about everything now. Cause I just that just sounds funny. I'm gonna go here and shoot and, and and kill some lads. I'm gonna stab some lads. I I say that way too often myself, so you're free to go ahead. Uh, all right. So carrying on, uh, space rescue. Yeah, like the, there aren't a lot of games. If we're gonna f- keep talking about this particular trope for a minute, there aren't a lot of games that have that kind of thing, like Kerbal Space Program. Uh, this, the game on the stream, I'm glad you brought it up, Thorsten. Evercron Legacy has some rescue missions where someone needs fuel and you'll go out there and you'll get paid to deliver them some fuel. Um, uh, uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw has distress calls. But that's like it real. Like, I can't think of any other game, space games where eventually, eventually rescuing you have to mention uh, Elite Dangerous with fuel rats. Oh yeah, but yeah, that, that was the thing that is was emergent. The thing is, like with with, with many. Oh damn it! I'm sorry. With many things, uh, in terms of elite, that is not game supported. That is a thing that the players do entirely on their own, which is great. But I mean, yeah. Why doesn't someone make a fuel rat game? I'd play the, I'd play the ever loving frack out of that. You know, like well, just like. Game where you're, where you're in a, in a uh, like a rescue ship, just yeah, going through ev- ever more interesting areas and locations, having a whole having a whole game about like first off locating, uh, l- like navigating, locating, and so on. Yeah, uh, actually, that reminds you know what that reminds me of. What reminds me a bit of Death Stranding for reasons I'll explain in a bit, because Death Stranding is a game about walking. That's true. But the thing is, rather than just being about walking, it goes out of its way to make walking an engaging and interesting mechanic. And admittedly, not everyone likes it. I do. And I understand anyone who doesn't. It, it is a game that's basically just walking. But I feel like not enough, not enough uh, games, especially space games, it's hard to make space interesting as terrain because mm-hmm. space is by definition the absence of terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like a game that heavily focuses on navi- on things like navigation and observation and observation and uh, figuring out navigational hazards and getting to a place in a variety of ways would be uh, 
far more interesting. This is, this like is interesting by itself. This is, this is why I wonder. <laughs> this is why I'm wondering why no one has done Euro Truck Sim Two in space. I mean, because so much of Euro Truck Sim Two and American Truck Sim is the driving, but there's also the business element, which makes you keep coming back to it. And uh, I wish there was something like that in space. You know, why isn't there a space trucking simulator? I mean, the, the, a lot of games have space trucking. You know, Elite, Evacron, they all have their own versions of space trucking. But no one does it to the extent, no one does it in a way like Euro Truck Sim and American Truck Sim do, where you run a business and you could hire other pilots and things like that. You know, I think that would be amazing. But I think one of the problems, and you just brought it up, is that how do you make space traversal interesting? Um, because... Traversal wow. is made interesting via terrain, and space, as I've said, is the absence of terrain. So what you would need there would then be hazards that cause problems to happen. Yes, you would so need to somehow make terrain. Or, or nebula that, yeah, causes, and, and that then, causes the chips to get lost, and then they need help. Yeah, like you... Alone reaching yeah. the, 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 the correct orbit... Uh, Sorry for interrupting you, but, but uh, alone the, uh, the problem of reaching the correct orbit is uh, could be could be a, a game in itself. Yeah, and like, well, yeah, and and but you could also have like space highways. Like, uh, you gave like, me an idea. Gave me an idea, Thorsten. Okay, because I feel like you could make it interesting if you actually went maybe like maybe not full Kerbal Space Program, but focused on like the but focus on like actual Newtonian uh, physics to a lesser extent, and have the game be primarily about optimizing flight paths and figuring out the fastest way to go to a place using right. the using uh, physics. Was it correct? Correct. That was, was that was the thing I was thinking about. Wasn't there like a racing game that came out a year or two ago that was exactly that? Like you got yeah, you there were two. Like I think no, there was. I know what you're on about. I forgot the name of it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the one where you get sh- you you have to like angle your 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 launch trajectory to a point where you'll orbit a thing and avoid obstacles and get to like the ring without dying. What the hell was something that? like that? Yeah. What the well, hell? There's there's um, Nimbatus, the uh, the space drone constructor. I mean, that's fun, but no, this was like a first person. You're in like a pod, and you get shot out of that pod, and you have to aim the pod just right around an orbital body. So not only do you avoid the obstacles, mm. but you get through like a ring and it, under a certain amount of time. But what the hell was that game? Okay, we can discuss that later. Anyway. Because like when, if we remember when, what that is. So that could also be interesting. And I love how we're still, we're still doing, we're still doing both space rescue and space struggling because we've just kind of, just kind of settled onto a topic of how do we make a space game that isn't just about shooting things interesting? Yeah, that's true because so, so I mean I wish I, I wish there were more games that didn't just focus on shooting. And, and in general, are, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, there are some, but not a lot. <laughs> uh Stellar Command. What is it? What is that? Stellar Command. Uh, uh Luke just brought uh, it up. I don't think I know that one. I'm uh I've actually known out uh, the game you, what you meant, uh, uh, Brian, and that is. Uh, um, wait. <laughs> um, waiting with bated breath. But, uh, Gravity Vector. 
What's it called? Could you anyway. Gravity Vector was a game. Gravity what? Vector? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Uh, it probably had the most generic freaking name. Anyway. Well, it does, and apparently... Uh, we can check it out later, sorry. Uh, anyway. Because we are both... Oh, actually, no, we, I guess we are still on topic, but... Clarify, yeah, we are. Uh, we are. And again... It's, it's there's no reason we can't go on tangents. Yeah, it's a discussion. Oh, I th- you might be right. Hang on, let me look this up. Oh my God, you're right. You got it. You got it, Thorsten. You are absolutely right. It is called Gravity Vector, and uh, it is how much is it? Five dollars. That was a, that was a ch- that was a tough game. That was a that was a tough game. Uh I like that game. Gravity Vector. Yeah, that's... God, gen, how... You'd have to add Void in there to make it a more generic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we just need to do an entire podcast that's just a list of the most generic space game names oh, we've seen. Oh, man. There's so many. <laughs> just go try to brainstorm the most boring ones over the course of an hour. I th- was there one called Void Void or something? I don't remember. There might have been. I mean, there was Kinetic Void, and that was... That was awful. Uh, that was awful. Sorry. There's yeah, also- it's literally just we, a game. We have bad Uh-oh. memories of that one. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> Void Expanse might be my favorite because it's so redundant. Because a Void is basically <laughs> an Expanse. So it's like... <laughs> now, now, the upside, there is a game just called Void, but it's not a space game. It's apparently a visual novel about... What? It's a yeah. It's a visual novel with guns in it. Uh, okay, no, bit too big of a tangent. Let's carry on. No, no, there's no such thing as too big of a tangent. Oh yeah, Celestial Command, Luke. I remember that one. I think I tried playing it once and 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 wanted to rip rip my rip my brain out because it's still in early access after seven years of development. Well, you know that that happens. I mean, look at Star Sector. That's been in early access okay, for for ten years. So I mean, <laughs> off Star Sector because I wanted to bring bring up my idea. Okay, uh, if we're on the focus of, of, of space games, because if we weren't, we need three hours of podcast. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a too few uh, game space games in general focus on like don't like don't allow you to play things that aren't a single seat thing. You play. A single seat like fighter or small transport ship or some kind of small scale boat, you do not get to play as anything bigger. And even in, even in like on a personal level, because of course there's RTS, there's Homeworld, there's like not StarCraft 2, but that, even though that technically has ships, but there are RTS that allow you to play like, you know, big capital ships, but you know, right. on a board, controlling them as part of a, an army. But you don't get to actually play the, play the big boat. There's Rebel Galaxy. There's there's Battle Cruiser 3000 AD, yes. And there's the first Infinite War. Infinite War? What was it called? Independence War. Independence War, sorry. Uh, And that's it. That's all we get. Uh, Plus, by technicality, I will say Star Sector because it does allow you to take control of a single ship. But I feel like too few games allow you to, you know, just... Like, because the thing is, when it comes to spaceships, single seat fighters are honestly not the way things things seem like they're going. 
nah. in a kind of scientific manner. What we're going to wind up with is big cylindrical boats with a lot of people on board and possibly a lot of missiles. Like, like, uh, the, like, what's the name of the ship in the Expanse? I can never remember how to say it. The Rosinante. <laughs> The, the Rosinante. Rosinante. The Rosinante. But also all of the ships from that. Oh, yeah. All the ships. But I mean, the hero uh, ship. The hero ship, basically. The hero ship, the Rosinante. Yes. The, the, the Don Quixote's horse. Except it's a Corvette. Uh, but no, we don't even, like, we don't even get, uh, we rarely even get those. We rarely even get, like, something like the Rosinante. Just, like, a five-person Corvette that honestly is a, would be a great ship to just mess around with in a in a game because mm-hmm. the thing is fighters can only really do fighting. Ships that are slight ships that are big can only do big ship big shooty stuff. But small ships typically have some variety in them, like small to mid sized ones. Uh, like okay, historical tangent this time around because I am allowed to. Uh, when it comes to actual na- naval designations, uh, the thing uh, it is basically said that generally the the smaller a ship is, the more effective roles it has. Because if you have a big carrier, it carries, it carries aircraft. Cool. We got a big battleship. It it does battle. It battles. It's not fast enough to do anything <laughs> else. It just throws missiles or cannons at the biggest, scariest thing that's close to it. Uh, but. But uh, from like small patrol boats up to destroyers, you can have a lot. Of, you can do a lot of stuff. A single destroyer can do anything from like patrols, anti-submarine warfare, yeah. mine laying, uh, reconnaissance, all kinds of fun stuff. But fun, yeah. It, it, Probably it, not for the people involved, but it, rem- it reminds me of this. Austri- it reminds me of this uh, Australian show I just watched called Sea Patrol, where it's like kind of a destroyer frigate sized ship that does all these different things kind of a coast guardy and ship right yeah. right 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 I, I was also gonna exactly. gonna tangent into after i was done with that because i had another one uh uh we need a game just in general that lets us play the space guard the yes basically you are like you be you're basically someone on a small frigate dealing with not with apocalyptic level threats, but maybe later on if you get dragged back into the Navy and shit get, and things get really bad. But normally you're dealing with smugglers, rescue sh- rescuing people, yes, yes. Uh, dealing with diplomatic incidents, ru- uh, uh, making sh- making sure no one sneaks up, uh, sneaks up, and uh, like even stuff like that aircraft would normally do, like interception. Like if someone's mm-hmm. trying to sneak in a stealth ship, you say hi to them. Uh, that exactly, sort of stuff. Exactly what I meant and, with, and, with my uh, space patrol. Yeah, and patrol. and like this is why I think like Simcopter is such a good model for this because it puts you in a city and it generates all these events that are rescue, traffic control, uh, putting out fires, all these different things. I can't imagine you can't make an orbital or system-wide game that doesn't do something similar where you're in a ship and you have like you're on patrol and patrol can mean anything like something happens over there like oh like so there's a there's a there's a distress call let's go check that out oh someone needs rescuing let's check that out you know um and and uh yeah i would love to see more games in that kind of non-violent let's go save people let's go you know help people fix ships game like you're talking about i wish we got more of that. And uh, yeah, EXO is kind of like that, but it's also 
I'd say EXO is more of a running away simulation. And and yes. and and you pick people, you pick other people up along the way to run away with you. It, it's 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 less of a uh, it's less of a oh we have a patrol route today let's go out there and see what happens and have adventures because um, you don't need combat to have a fun adventure you don't right um, but ugh, so so much pew pew and I love the pew pew I love the I love the pew pew don't get me wrong but sometimes you want something a little different than the pew pew which. And again, I'm going to go back to Evercron Galaxy, uh, Evercron Legacy, which I'm glad you brought up earlier, Thorsten, because it has a lot of things that aren't pew pew that are very engaging, which I wish more games would do, you know? Yeah, like racing and, 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 such, and such, such stuff. One of, my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in that game <clears throat> is flying over a planet to take pictures of it. I, it's such a simple mission, but I love that it's there. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I wish. And it's, it's got a lot of historical precedent. It's what flying things mostly did. In fact, the first combat mission a flying aircraft ever flew was take pictures of the thing below. Thank you very much. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. recon was yes. the, the first, yeah. uh, the first use of aircraft in combat. Oh, um, right. and then they started shooting at, each, and then they started shooting at each other. Right. Yeah, they figured that they figured out how to shoot out of an aircraft slightly later. Like, like we're talking slightly pre-World War One. I, I believe like Italy got into a scuffle with someone and used an aircraft for like an artillery spotting. Uh, yes, that's that, that's the fanciest. That, that's uh, the level of fancy we got at the time. Right. Um, if I may, sure. Go ahead. You were talking about space pew pew, right? <laughs> Here's the problem: is if you have no space pew pew, you're an, and I'm going to say something that's probably unpopular among certain parties, you have what the most recent zebras, and yes, I've seen it, the most recent season of Star Trek Discovery has become a bunch of people sitting around empathizing with each other, holding hands and singing Kumbaya, and it's getting incredibly boring. Or someone who wow. uses the uh, the incredibly overused trope of, they blew up my planet. They blew up the whole thing. Oh, my God, it's gone. Uh, so there has to be a balance. But also, I would like to say, as far as the space trucking is concerned, I like the idea. And if a developer has made, would do something with space other than taking a black backdrop, loading a uh, shotgun with salt and shooting it with little white drops, and instead maybe going out looking at some of the photographs taken by the Hubble Space telescope they'd see there's plenty to see in outer space yeah yeah but what i would like to see along those lines is a fine balance and here i'm going to say my choice for a trope and i discussed this before the show with spaz at length and i know it's been done before but not how i want it to be done and that is space mining and here's why I don't want space mining 
while a bunch of people are ganging up trying to blow me out of space because I'm flying a particular ship. I don't want it as, okay, well, you're going to go over here and mine this because we need this uh, as sort of a side thought. I want the economy part of the game, trucking, space mining. I want it to be the focus, the civilian side. Everything is always the military side. Everything is always, you know, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And everybody in the galaxy is going to be blind and toothless. And I said, why can't some of us have extremely stressful jobs like I do? Like, it's like somebody came to me and said, hi, I'd like to double everybody's rent at Christmas time. I said, you would, would you? Let me explain to you why you're not going to do this. And I said, okay, I want something that's a little more Zen. And when I used to mine in Eve online, it was like people would say, aren't you bored to tears? And I said, no, it's blissful. I'm listening to the sound of the mining lasers. And then I'm going to go back and play the market. And if you bastards would, can I say that? If you bastards would stop blowing the hell out of each I, other. I wish you would say it more often. I love that if word. You, <laughs> if you bastards would stop blowing the hell out of each other at this, the acceleration gate, I'd like to hop in my Sharon and simply spend my time just seeing the universe <laughs> and trucking my ore to a better part of the universe without having to worry about somebody who would normally hand out my change at a Walmart blowing me out of outer space. So I want a game that's comp. Now, mind you, there's got to be a balance because if while you're mining, there's no pew pew or no danger whatsoever, then that too gets boring. So I'm welcome to some NBC pirates, maybe some NBC pirates that have kind of bad aim or something, or maybe some other people trying to jump your claim, or maybe you're mining some gas. Julie. What? I have a game for you. Ooh. Yes. What's your game? Uh, it is a game. Actually, it is a game. Actually, that is exactly that. It is called uh, Delta V Rings of Saturn. Which, first off, points for actually a creative, uh, an actually creative name. Second, it is basically exactly that. You are on a boat, well, on a ship, on a big, uh, on a big ship uh, with a uh, that's going around Saturn, back and forth between a station and the rings, picking apart the ice chunks for things of value. And it is pretty much exactly what it sounds pretty much exactly like what you've wanted. And I'm surprised you've not apparently heard of it before. Well, first put a link in the, because nobody's talking whatsoever in, in the stream. Oh, the, the, and it's very perturbing. Uh, oh, okay. And even if somebody has spews hate at me, that's okay. Because uh, I've come to despise everything that everybody has done with Star Trek Discovery, the most recent season. And when they got rid of Michelle Yao, I said, you did what? You did right. what? Bring Julie, her back. Julie, calm down, please. She's getting her own I, show, man. Yeah, I, I have my own show. No, she's getting her own show. No, she's getting her own show. Yeah, that's, well, that's why oh, they moved her off of there. Yes, I know. And it's not too... And it's not 
it's not soon enough. I know she's getting her own. Okay. Show. Okay. Sec the the yeah. section 31 thing that, you know, and it's like, wow, she was one of the best actresses on here, you know? And it's like, I I've been watching the prodigy thing. And I said, can we like take half the budget for star Trek discovery and give it to my favorite captain who's back on the air now, but anyway, I'm going off on another tangent, but uh, I want to see a game that focuses on the economy. I want to hop in my interstellar Mac truck and I want to haul it to the other galaxy. I want to go past nebulas and say, Hey, nobody's going to blow me. Just, I want to park my truck and go have a little version of a Romulan ale, whatever, and maybe fight off some pirates. And that's the trope I want. That's, you kind of have that with the X series, but I guess there is yeah. more to have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. X, I've played a lot of X4 foundations and you can kind of do that. But, you know, in the end, I like post all my guards around the system and it's like, okay, everybody leave me alone. I'm going to mine. I really, uh, uh, I thought when I had your, your, your run, Julie, uh, one game had the uh, the premise to do exactly that, and that was Space Engineers. Sadly, uh, somewhere on the way, they turned in another direct direction. Sadly, yeah, I used to play Space Engineers and like a lot. And what happened with a lot of multiplayer games like Space Engineers, and you're right, this is why I liked it. But two things would happen with a lot of multiplayer games, people tend to like lose interest and they'll say, okay, well, I'm going to go do something or other. And maybe it's just me, but I, it's nobody here in the Space Game Junkie podcast or associated with it or any of the fans. Uh, this was on another group. And uh, I think, Maybe some of the players had the attention span of a gnat, but also what was frustrating is you'd spend hours and hours and hours and hours and you'd build this great big economic empire. Somebody says, okay, we're going to wipe it and start over. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Yes. But yeah, you might, that you might like that Delta V game. Uh, uh, uh definitely. definitely yeah that, am that, i am i allowed to go into like screaming rants like this every now and then and absolutely I'd say limited to one one per podcast but yes <laughs> every now and then is every fun. now and then is fine yeah we, we uh, i i yeah i don't i don't know if we want to become like have that be our thing but you know every, every now, now and again yeah, because, we don't want know, to be, if you, we don't always want to be reductive you you brought yeah. up the space pew pew thing, and I'm sitting here stewing about it. And I said, I have got to say something about space trucking. Good. Uh, good. Oh, that's, I, that's on topic. I, I think Lou is also talking about Earth and Beyond. It says Space and Beyond, but I think he's talking about Earth and Beyond in the chat. And that is a game where you can pretty much spend a lot of time just mining. Um, oh, it's that it, thing I... Oh yeah, it tried to like resurrect itself at some point. Oh uh, well, and it it's it's you can play it through an emulator. It's a fan-based emulator. Um it's a very old game. It's what was it 2003? 2002? Uh 
But yeah, you could spend, I mean, there are some mobs you'll have to kill to get to the mining. But for the most part, I mean, you could spend most of your time mining and, and crafting. That might be one to look into because uh, that's a great game and you can play it completely for free because of, um, because of the, uh, the emulator. I wish I could recommend Jumpgate for the mining, but there are other people there in there who might want to, who might want to shoot you. So, uh, not that many, not but still many. not that many, but, uh, earth and beyond. Yeah. You just have to deal with mobs and, and, and you, once you kill them, you can just mine to your heart's content. Um, so that might be one to look into <laughs> in a similar vein. Yeah. I would like to see a game where you're, you have a small ship, but your goal is to go out there, find derelicts, and salvage them for whatever they're worth. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, man. Best and then, and, yeah. then, and then you have the market on top of that. So your economic conflict is in what you can salvage, where you go and explore, what you get, what you can sell. That allows you to go out further upgrade your ship, salvage more wrecks. One and of, it doesn't have to have any combat because the combat's already happened. One of my favorite yeah, things yeah, is yeah, Chris, like a hard space uh, ship breaker. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, if it's similar to hard space, then it would be like more about the navigational challenge and about sort and about figuring out, about finding the, uh, finding the wrecks and then, and then, uh, yeah. So you have the exploration on top of the yes. actually actually doing the thing of salvaging. Oh, that'd be great! You're, you're you can even throw in search and rescue because hey, you thirty know, maybe thirty. I spent so much time in thirty thirty death war with Rex that exactly. Oh you're my just, god! You just uh, uh, described my dream game. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a shame they they just don't do it more often. It's a real cuz cuz there are games that touch on this. You could throw in search and rescue as part of it because maybe those people who are, you know, they've set up their dress, distress singles but they're in cryotubes just waiting to be rescued. So you get out there, you're trying to salvage the wreck and now you find you have a dozen people who are just waiting to be rescued. And then you, and have, you to have to deal with that. that. Exactly. Jinx. <laughs> oh man that that would be very very cool what about this game hard space Shipbreaker? i haven't played it but you know I, i'd looked at it and i said wow that's kind of like uh salvaging derelict ships yeah th that's basically the premise of the game is that you are a a worker in debt to this corporation and you are trying to buy your way out but the only way to do it is by salvaging wrecks that they assign, and then you can eventually uh, pick what jobs you want to work on. But of course, you have to buy your own equipment. So uh, that's a that's a big part of it. Is by by buying your own equipment, you can make the the thing easier. But of course, it's going to cut into your profit margin. So you have to sort of balance how much you're going to buy and not over buy what you need. It's a very interesting concept. I like where it's going. Still in early access. Yeah, yeah. We we it's uh, actually 
It's that, actually uh, one of the games I, I, I wanted to mention anyway, uh, because uh, it's without the Pew Pew, uh, and uh, you've... How should I describe it? It's a, it's a complete uh, new uh, uh, way to, to, to play. Play a game. It's, well, yeah. uh, it's about... It's about uh, 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 Dismantling uh, stuff in 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 zero G and that's it's that's uh, in itself very interesting, in my opinion. Well, yeah. I'd be playing it now because it's only twenty five dollars. But anytime I see something that hadn't been burned so many times, when something is early access and waiting for it to become abandoned wear, uh, yeah, that's bad. I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, I'll wait till it comes out. I, I what can't, I do worked out for me so far. Yeah, I can't blame you on that. I mean, I I think this game is is going to come out. They they've been updating it regularly. Um, but but yeah, we we're, what we're talking about is something that takes the concept of hard space shipbreakers, which is great, but makes it in this big open world uh, exploration game where you have to find the wrecks first, and then you slice them up. You know that would be uh, wow. Maybe that'll be that. Maybe that'll be the sequel. Because <laughs> possibly, I the think, first one sells well enough. That might happen. I think the first. I think I think Hard Space is doing pretty well. So I could totally, I could totally see them expanding to like an open world sequel where you have to go out and find the Rex. And they could totally build on that from the first game too. Like, like in the first game, you're a low level. Um, demolisher but then you like in the second game like oh now we think you're good enough to go out there and and find them you know before and find them on your own not even bring them in here that'd be great do you think i've got also to also to mention that uh what became later uh deserts of karak uh was originally planned at as, as such a game something uh, similar you, yes yeah, where you where you roam uh, the planet and uh, and search for for derelict uh, spaceships. Uh, and, really, uh, I was I was pretty I was pretty uh, disappointed as I as I went to the desert of Karak way and set it in uh, in the homeworld universe. To be honest, it's not a bad game. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it's it's uh, the other concept uh, was more appealing to me. Right. Ah. <laughs> wow, we just covered a lot, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a, another one, and I, I think this falls in a long of tropes. And I've seen a few like this, which were all exploration underwater. And um, because of, I don't know if I can say pandemic or not, but I guess I just did. Yeah, uh, you can. Because uh, in some places like YouTube, they say, oh, don't say pandemic, say this. Uh, but what? a friend and I, uh, yeah. In hang, some on a place, hang on a second. There's, st hang, wait, stop. What? Bleh. There are some places where they don't want you to say pandemic. Right? Yes. What? Yeah. Okay, wait, right. wait, wait. Why? Because it's a controversial topic. But it's happening. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell that to YouTube. Tell that uh, you. Since when did we expect YouTube to make sense? Let's be honest here. Like, let, I, let's not I dwell just, on that, please. I, 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 okay. 
I this uh, is okay. why on my other podcast, one of our co-hosts said call it the global bastard because of the YouTube thing. I and I I I let's carry I, on, let's carry on. I, well, I, okay, okay. But, I, uh, uh, let it go, Brian. It's not gonna sorry. It's, it's, it's never gonna make sense, but there you are. Okay, and okay. our show isn't primarily carried there, but is rebroadcast a lot of places. And I I mean the other one, which remain nameless but uh so the thing is uh during the pandemic i primarily other than going to church and wearing like a hazmat suit practically i see two other human beings other than the one i'm not living with uh and they are also kind of sequestered and so we were talking about this very thing about how well, now we can't go on vacation. We can't do this. We can't do that. And we were talking about the the idea of an exploration game. No pew pew, no anything, just entirely and solely exploration. And have it be like places that you could actually go. You know, it's like, okay, I want a virtual Gaza uh, you know, trip pyramids at Giza, rather. And it's, I would like to see more VR exploration games. Hmm. Huh. I mean, they have like, like kind of go to Scotland or whatever in VR, like type things where you can like, oh, here's a castle. You can go check it out in VR. Like they, they, uh, mm. but I know I see what you mean. But <laughs> although, yes, a virtual Gaza Strip would probably be kind of exciting as well. I that think would, that I think that's coming up with DCS maybe, at some point. Maybe in a different way than, uh, say, the pyramids of Giza would be, or you know, uh, temples in Japan. You know, there, there's a different, there's a very different kind of aesthetic there well the idea was like okay let's gonna go on a virtual vacation with uh our friends you know that we can't normally see right i see what you mean yeah i see exactly what you mean yeah i a walking simulator sort of thing but in vr and in actual places that, uh, a, a number of museums have actually done this uh, where you can actually virtually walk around their museum. And uh, the real estate industry actually has that a lot of that as well. Huh. Yeah, yeah, touring homes and such before you, since so many things must be done virtually these days for good reason. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. I mean that that would be that would be that would be fun. Like like that thing that they did in the last few Assassin's Creed games, where like you can walk around Egypt and stop for like, these virtual tour things. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but they're really cool. Yeah, yeah, and, they're uh, very very cool. They're very cool. I've only seen the one for uh, uh, Origins, but it's so neat. And so that would be a fun thing. It would just be to do a virtual. Or, or what had a virtual tour of spaceships? Like, remember back in the day, they had the Star Trek interactive technical manual. 
Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Oh, that was great. Yeah, you could walk around the Enterprise D in like this very, well, today, even then, though, it was kind of primitive, a quick time event thing uh, where you would just basically, it wasn't a full 360 thing. You would like move the view in like predetermined angles and whatnot, but you could walk around the whole, like a lot of the ship. Like, how cool would that be if they had a virtual tour of the Enterprise or the Orville or uh, well, a Star well, Destroyer? Wait. Or hold on, Brian. The Orville already has that, right? I know, I know, but and is it, and 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 we've played it on stream. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. These things exist. I'm just saying, I would like more of them. And in yeah, VR, oh, yeah, that, okay. Yes. Was well, there like also that DLC to Star Trek Elite Force Two? Where you could walk that around allow Voyager. you to walk walk around Voyager. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yep. Oh, was there? Here's an example of something like Ubisoft of all people have done, uh, and in one of their Assassin's Creed games, it is possible to buy a version of it, which is little more than exploring Egypt with a great, and this is aimed at educational communities. And interestingly enough. When not too long ago, in 2019, the Notre Dame Cathedral burnt not entirely down. The, uh, I read an article uh, in Reuters that said the only real, actual, detailed version of Notre Dame Cathedral anywhere was in the Assassin's Creed game uh, that uh, Ubisoft came out with. Oh, right. Yeah, it went in and did uh, just detailed uh, footage of everything so they oh, documented right. everything when they were when they were making the game and after it burned i remember they did a uh, a giveaway of of the game to uh raise awareness of of it burning and try to get people to donate which it successfully uh as far as i know that campaign was successful they got a lot of people who got the game and then a lot of people donated to try to raise funds for it's restoration. Yeah. I barely, just barely missed the giveaway. So I went out and I bought it anyway, just so I could tour the Notre Dame cathedral in Paris, because it's someplace I'll probably never get to. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to be able to take virtual vacations with, you know, I got a friend in whole England. I'll probably uh, never get to see. I have a friend uh, from London. I see once a year and because of the travel ban, I couldn't see her this year. Oh, so you'd like a thing where you can join your friends for like a virtual vacation? Yeah. yeah. The, the other guy in Ho is also named Brian. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be able to be great to take a, like a little tour someplace with the other Brian, you know, or, <laughs> you know, Evelyn and I could go and say, hey, let's go on a, a vacation to Paris. You know? Hmm. That would be cool. Or someplace like Chicago where it's muggy no matter what the weather's like. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have to deal with actual weather. Like, that'd be fun. Yeah, that's a good thing. What I wanted to mention is uh, there were back in the 8-bit times two games I remember very well. And they... They were fully into this uh, exploration theme, and that was uh, that were uh, seven cities of gold and the uh, 
and the successor uh, Hearts of uh, the Heart of Africa. And those were pretty interesting games, especially in the exploration themes. Yes. Oh, I don't remember those at all. Yes, I said they were they were eight uh, bit games on the Atari eight hundred and the C sixty four and so on. Yeah, the the concept was you are an explorer, you are uh, hired by Spain to uh, to travel west. And one of the things that it did was you could actually travel west to the Americas, but it could also generate new maps. So it could actually procedurally generate the terrain you would actually travel to. And you would have to get lucky and find, you know, find land sailing west and just hope that your supplies would last long enough. Uh, But there are some problematic elements. I mean, you are effectively a conquistador with your soldiers there and well you are on a quest for as much gold as and treasure as you can bring back with you so there's some problematic stuff in there but um as a game concept it was very good this is why when i play subnautica now what i do is i turn on god mode i bring in a submarine and I just explore. But I thought, wow, wouldn't it be nice, despite the fact that they said that they'd never do multiplayer, is have like a little multiplayer thing and we could kind of explore uh, the ocean bottom. Kind of like a that's underwater. And that's uh, another, uh, yes, another mention of uh, Sonotica by Julie. I think that's bingo at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, do I win a prize? <laughs> more Subnautica. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> yes, more Subnautica. Uh, a sequel. A sequel will eventually arise. Uh, uh, well, there is a yeah. sequel. There is? Another one. Uh, oh, and uh, yes, Torsten, it was Bunton who, uh, who made, who was lead on uh, Seven Seas of Gold. Oh, wait, was Seven oh, Cities of you. Gold, was that the old EA game, Seven Cities of Gold? Yeah. Yeah, it was published by EA. Oh, yeah. I never played that one. I remember seeing it in the stores. I never actually played it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I have I have that uh, version for the Atari 800. It's, uh, I still have it to this day. Never get rid of it. Oh, Be- Beatles does bring up the interesting uh, thing about No Man's Sky, the creative mode in that game where you could just... Exploring, can you and you can do that? Can you do that with multiplayer? Can you do the creative mode of multiplayer? I've never done it actually. I've I've, I've never tried, but I played creative mode for a very reason. And after they added all these interesting animals into the game, I said, "Wow, now it's really worth kind of exploring." You know, looking for a particular type of animal, and uh, yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah, that might do it if they if they allowed multiplayer in creative mode, where you can just fly around and explore and shit. That could be well, fun. I don't know whether or not it does, honestly, uh, because I've I have I've played creative mode once, and that was very very early on, before multiplayer was even a thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether or not uh, creative saves can work in multiplayer. And and now that you can also explore the universe and uh, discover your own city slash village 
that also helps the whole exploration aspect of the game. Oh yeah, it does. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. You have a, it's a, a settlement management element to it. What? You don't, you don't actually select where the buildings get placed or you don't actually build them yourself. You just decide which of between say two uh, available options would be available. Uh, you pick which of those you want to build, and then you provide the resources, and then the town builds it. Oh, wow. The host of Space Game Junkie that didn't know Space started our own Space Game Junkie planet with at least four different villages on it? Yeah. Uh, well, no. Brian doesn't play No Man's Sky, so, yeah. Okay, I forgive Brian then. He's, we've played it before on stream, but it's been a while. Yeah, survival games are not really my thing because I'm of the opinion that if I want to survive, I'll get out of bed in the morning. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to deal with that in a game. I don't. Oh, my character is thirsty. Fuck that. I'm thirsty in real life. I don't want to deal with that in a video game too. I mean, I know a lot of people like that. I know a lot of people like a that. A lot of a lot of these have creative modes, though. Yeah, that's true. Survive moment, and No Man's Sky is one of them where, where you don't even have to harvest any resources because resources are infinite in creative mode. So, if you want to build something, you just build it. But then again, you don't really like building much either. So. <laughs> Plus the yeah. way Spans plays it, even when you play in survival mode, like he's so good at the game. It's like you log on one day and he says, Okay, here's 300 million credits for you. You know, enjoy yourself. Yeah, I have done that. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> oh my god, I think I just found a game completely by accident that might fit into some of the tropes we've talked about today. It's called Space Docker VR. You basically are a space forklift driver. And it's that your, sounds actually brilliant. And, and it's your job to uh like dock with ships and then bring them into like space docks and things. Like could you link it in the Yes, yes, sorry. Let me do that right now. I just it, it was just sent to me the I just was I guess got an alert via Steam Curator Connect that it was sent to me. I'm like, oh my god, this is exactly what this is kind of what we've been talking about. Oh, sadly, only VR. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, VR is worth Space getting. Tugboat captain. Yeah, that's what it seems to be. That's yeah, what it seems to be. That's what it's, that's what it looks like. Is a space tugboat captain, and that sounds great. And you guys, it's got a racing mode. You guys. It's it's and and procedural levels. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, were they listening to the show? Have these guys been listening to the show? <laughs> it's like it's like just along the way, just casually, uh, just casually uh, listening along the way. I'm serious. I'm serious. This wasn't here an hour ago. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Are they, were they listening? Are the developers in the chat? Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to like guarantee it, but I'm not going to rule it out. 
I think I'm, I'm going to load this up to fucking day. Excuse my language, but I'm going to install this today and try this out. Like within moments of us closing the podcast, I'm going to be installing this and trying like, oh, my God, this looks. It was literally released today. It came out. Oh, it's out to. Oh, my God. It was. I had never heard of this. And I check. It just it just literally out of nowhere, because I don't know if you guys know the extent I go to to look out for games that are coming out. I've got a I've I've I go through like three different feeds to see what's coming out. And I never saw this before until just now. And it's like, what? It is thirteen dollars. And yeah, it looks VR only. I'm sorry for those of you who don't have VR. Um But if you can get a quest two, because my god, they're amazing. Um and they're coming down in price. They're not that expensive. Um yeah, this looks like I'll have to report back because this looks like really what we've been talking about. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was an interesting <laughs> development. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wait, what is this? Are are the developers in our chat right now, folks? Are you here? If you are, if you are, blink twice. <laughs> if you're in the chat, <laughs> blink, I, blink fast. <laughs> Brian, I don't think that would help. <laughs> I know. That's why it's funny, I hope. I don't think it was, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. influencer, make them come out with a non-VR version. Uh, well. Uh, See, yeah, if they do that, then I'd be able to actually play it. Yeah, let me. I have a, a VR setup. Well. I will ask in there. I will ask on the Steam forum. Any chance of a non-VR version? I feel like the answer is going to be no, but it's still worth asking. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, if, it's, if it's a no, then that's fine. I'm not going to hold that against them because, well, you know, it it, it does take up development time to actually plan for that. So fair. Yeah, I I, I I honestly feel bad for anyone who makes a game just for VR because it's such a small, small share of gamers as a whole. It's so tiny. It's like 2%. Adoption is increasing, but That's true. That's true. And 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 affordable headsets like the and affordable headsets like the Quest 2 are helping with that. Um but it's still such a tiny share of the market. <laughs> so little. Uh it, it it baffles me that people still make VR only games. Like there are games that can do VR and non-VR. Um, uh, which I'm sure is its own challenge, but, uh, I think if bridge crew can do it, anyone can do it. Um, so, oh my God, this is just kind of an amazing development. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's a kind of a game we've been talking about right here, right now. <laughs> wow. Quality. <laughs> the, the timing could not have been better. The timing is hilarious. This just dropped as we were talking. <laughs> like I think it actually appeared on Steam as we were talking because I've never seen this before. <laughs> and just boom, here it is. <laughs> yeah, developers, if you're in the chat, just just say hi. Just just, just say hello. If you're not in the chat, I'm gonna reach out. To, I am gonna reach out. I mean, Faster than CIG is not saying much, Dalston. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm going to reach out to them because I, 
this, this sounds, these sound like people we should have on the show. I'm going to reach out to them. <laughs> like, Hey, you can, you made the kind of game we want. <laughs> we should talk to you. Um, <laughs> were there any other tropes anyone wanted to talk about? Uh, I mm. have one. Go for it. What? Yeah. The one that I had in mind is, um, so you're the evil emperor, except you now have to deal with the fact that you have succeeded. And now you have to deal with the after effects of succeeding. You've defeated the heroes. You know, they've tried to, t- to stop you and they've failed. But now you actually have to go about the business of running your empire. And all of the, the issues that come about because of the fact that you won. You had people behind you because you had the fear of the heroes coming after you to to motivate them. And now you don't have them anymore to to fall back against as an antagonist. Mm. Mm. I mean, Space Tyrant did that sort of. A little bit. Had that set up. Yeah, that, that basic set up. And, of, and yeah, well, what was it? Was it Sorcerer King that also kind of touched on that a little bit? And there's a also uh, a little bit tyranny, the uh, fantasy uh, game. Yeah, basically, the idea is you've already won, but now what? <laughs> That's a good now point. Now what do you do That's with a pretty that? interesting idea? That is a good idea. It's kind of like a 4x yeah. game after you've won the 4x. It is game. interesting, and depending on the framing, it can be anywhere from hilarious to horrendously dark. But uh, <laughs> it is interesting. Could be a lot of dark humor. Right. I mean, you could go along the lines of, well, now you've won. Now you have to deal with the the people not having this this thing to fear. And uh, since you are since you made your way through as as an authoritarian, uh, you need another enemy. What becomes the new enemy after that? It would be like and it could go in some very different directions. It'd be like an Emperor Ming simulator before Flash Gordon shows up. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I'd play that. <laughs> that, would be, that would be actually a good idea for, for integrating in, in, in Stellar Monarch or, or one of the other games like uh, Alliance of the Sacred Sons. Like in, in a, like as a DLC or something. Oh yeah, like like yeah, because they, because like they deal, uh, effectively with, with with such stuff, like a post-winning mode. Like you won, now what? Because yeah, a lot of games do that. Like you win, okay, I won, now what? Like that that would be an interesting yeah. like post-game mode. Like you won your game in uh, Alliance of the Sacred Sons. Now how do you manage all this stuff you won? <laughs> That's where the difficulty comes from. <laughs> that could be fun. Or you know what I would love to see? Like, how about not being an emperor in that kind of you won scenario, but a bureaucrat? Like you're a you're a paper pusher. <laughs> I mean you could be please in space. Of, oh, papers please in space, where you're you are a dealing with the day to day. And dealing with the potential for corruption, not necessarily that that it's a requirement, but yeah, that could be the other thing is 
if you are in the scenario I mentioned, you are, you are at, you know, you've, you've won. Now you have to deal with all the corruption that came about as a result of your winning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like imagine being a middle manager in the empire. That could be a funny game. (laughs) Grand Moff Tarkin simulator. But, but no, you're not, you're not Grand Moff Tarkin. You're Grand Moff Tarkin's accountant. Like, like that's what I'm talking about. Like I think yes. that I think that could be hilarious if done right. <laughs> uh, uh, Moff, I'm sorry. I'm going to need the receipts for the last two weeks. Uh, to uh, hey, uh, boss, did you get that uh, email? I sent you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, my lord, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to need the expense report for the destruction of Alderan. Uh, <laughs> All right, so how much did it cost to shoot that laser? <laughs> All right, comfortable shoes, comfortable shoes, giant death laser. Okay, oh, I'll, by I'll, the way, I'll you've play. got to report it to Darth Vader. <laughs> no, Darth Vader doesn't have time for that that crap. <laughs> you've you reported to Darth Vader's personal assistant. Oh. Oh, there we go. The personal assistant to a guy like that. Like, what if you were Darth Vader's personal assistant? How terrible and funny would that be? <laughs> well, I imagine, first of all, I imagine she goes through though quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be the roguelike element of it. Is is you play is you play Darth Vader? Okay. That was good. That was good. <laughs> it'd be like Rogue. It'd be like the Rogue Legacy of, of, of Darth Vader personal assistance. Uh, 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 oh, I want this game. <laughs> There's an entire bloodline of pencil pushers. And you Every have to you don't get forced choked as a victory. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Lord Vader, sir, uh, I'm sorry, but I need your signature on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've run this bit into the ground. I'm fucking crying. Excuse my language. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I want this game to happen now. <laughs> so, on trips that we would like to see, I guess that one also counts. Oh, yeah, actually, it would. It would. It would. The, the, it would be, yeah. It would be. It would be a way to uh, uh, show a different side of the evil empire. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not the emperor. You're 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 not even the you're not even the emperor's right hand. You're the you're the uh, you're the personal assistant. <laughs> to- See, if if it had a game where after you finished the game, and if it was artificially intelligent enough so it could learn how you play and then afterwards put you in the role of your own assistant where you try and take over from inside oh that could be fun too <laughs> that would be a that lot be of a programming but sort of thing as well i mean a roguelike strategy game where uh you know there was a there was a game that came out several years ago called uh defect oh yeah mm-hmm. and right the concept was you build your ship 
to take on this enemy, but you have to build a weakness into your ship because when you've destroyed the other ship, you then have to take on the ship that you built. I remember talking about this. Yeah, so you had to build a weakness into it that you can exploit, but it's not so exploitable that it can be used on you as you're trying to win. Oh, man. I'm still Similar la- idea. I'm still laughing at the Darth Vader personal assistant uh, idea. I'm still, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> uh, named Tim. <laughs> I am Darth Vader and this is my assistant, Tim. <laughs> Why? Are you, I was thinking Tim there was <laughs> Waiting for the same joke, like with one second delay on my end. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh my god! And of course, uh, one of your side quests must be a hunt for a stapler. <laughs> Absolutely, that always gets stolen by someone. You also have to manage your own office budget. Like, uh, uh, Mr. Vader, sir, Lord Vader, uh, Lord Vader, sir. Uh, I could really use uh, a new laptop. <laughs> Uh, lol. <laughs> <laughs> Office space, the empire. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> I think with that. Uh, does anyone else have anything they want to contribute, or should we call it? I'm out of options. Uh, I'm still laughing. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, we're off for next week because it's the week leading up to Christmas. Uh, so no streams, no shows, no nothing for next week, but in two weeks we'll be back and we will, it'll be the last show of 2021. So we will take a look back at, uh, gaming in 2021, what we played, what we think is like maybe our best game for 2021. Even if it didn't come out in 2021, like what did game did we love in 2021? Um, uh, so it'll be kind of a look back at, uh, not only the games that came out in 2021, but our, our year of gaming in 2021 as well. Um, and, uh, that'll be it. So, uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow for more Warhammer y'all. Uh, that was a great show. Great chat too. Thank you everyone in the chat, uh, for, um, for, uh, being so active. It was great seeing you all and whatever you celebrate, uh, have a happy holiday. Uh, have a great holiday season. Whatever you celebrate, or if you don't, have a great week, I guess. And uh, we'll see you back here in two weeks for our look back at uh, 2021. Have a great one, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.